Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks, episode 110. Oh, my goodness. Okay, uh, well, this one is going to be about Mars's uh, journey through Leo. So for the last uh, six weeks, it has been in the sign of cancer. Mars entered um, the sign of Leo last week, actually. It was right after the a day after the, the solar eclipse in Gemini. And um, while it was in its... Uh, it was in Cancer, uh, you know, before that, of course, it takes about six weeks to go through a sign. And um, although it was in its fall in Cancer, as, as we would say, um, it's now out of its fall, which means that um, Mars, you know, by its very nature doesn't do well in the sign of Cancer. It's, um, it just finds it uncomfortable. So um, it, the sign in, in, as it has now moved into Leo, uh, we are, um, it's not in any kind of essential dignity in Leo. It's not in its domicile or, or exile or, or uh, exaltation, but it is definitely uh, a force to be reckoned with. Because <laughs> um, now the host, uh, Mars is going to be staying in the Airbnb of the sun. <laughs> you might, you might uh, put it to make a metaphor. And so what is that going to look like? So I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And I'm also going to um, give you... Um, you know, some keywords to look for for empowerment and where there is the, uh, you know, what to look for, what to look out for, and also where it's going to be making, uh, there's a transit coming up with Saturn. So we're going to be talking about the dates of that and then how we can empower ourselves at that time. And um, it's also going to be making a conjunction with Venus. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. And then I've also got some remedies. I just felt to share some remedies for this transit uh, where, uh, where we might empower ourselves with things that we can do and uh, you know various uh, things of that nature. So a um, little bit of, of each for this episode. And you know certainly personal observations um, with, um, with all this. I'll wrap in as, as we go. So, okay. All right. So Mars in the sign of Leo. Leo is, of course, ruled by the sun. This went in on June 11th, and it is uh, going to be finished with this Mars transit you know, July 29th when the sun is in Leo. So a lot of, a lot of light and fire here, <laughs> but it'll go into Virgo around 29th or 30th, depending on your time zone. So um, anyway, so yes, it's out of its fall in Cancer. And, um, you know, we, we have to look at a lot of things, you know, that Mars represents our force, our will, our drive, our ambition, uh, the, our power of assertion and action and moving forward. And, um, and uh, with the, um, in Leo, it's like to, to really shine, to, to, you know, stand in with courage and assert ourselves uh, for the divine beings that we are. You could, you could say that. The thing about um, the uh, upcoming Saturn uh, opposition, it's going to be opposing Saturn. Of course, Saturn's been in Aquarius since, since last, um, last December. It's now at about 12 degrees, and it'll, it's going to be opposing Saturn in Aquarius around the middle of July. Was it July? Uh, July? No, sorry, not the middle of July. Uh, the beginning of July, July 4th weekend in the United States, you know, that leading up to July 4th. So July 1st to 3rd, uh, I've been looking at this transit all year um, with my um, Archetypal Explorer video software. I love to see the imagery of it with this uh beautiful, the way it's laid out in, in a graph format. But anyway, yeah, that's going to be on uh, July 1st to 3rd. It'll be making that exact 
opposition with with Saturn and in it and then of course you know not by degree but Uranus is in Taurus so by signs they're making a T square so you know this the Saturn Uranus square that was just exact on the 14th of June uh, we still have some more lively activity with this because Mars um, and you know Saturn opposition, and then you know there's there's uh, um, Uranus in the background, not again by exactly by degree, but by sign, and it's causing us bringing up a lot of stuff, right? Just very dynamic and sometimes uh, root, I would say rude awakenings. Uh, so anyway, um, where this might have an effect on us? Well, uh, for one thing, our health. If you look at uh, Mars and Saturn, they're major significators in in uh, in, in uh, medical astrology. So when Mars and Saturn are in uh, challenging aspects, such as an opposition or a square, in this case, an opposition, it's going to um, bring up health challenges. So uh, it, it's just some uh, one place where it can show up. Mars can be inflammation. Um, Mars rules the head. Um, it also is our just in general, our vital force, our physical body. And Saturn rules um, in, in medical astrology, Saturn rules the bones, um, you know, the, the bones, the knees, the teeth, right, all things of that nature. So we might be seeing uh, these challenges with ourselves physically, no matter where it's in your chart, it can certainly bring these things up. Obviously, where you have Mars and Saturn natally is going to make a huge difference as to how much you might experience these health challenges. Uh, but I will say in general, health in, in, with Mars and Saturn, um, it can be very debilitating, just like an energy drain. And I know I have felt that in the last, uh, oh goodness, you know, for several days, it's like, gosh, you know, I eat really well. I've been getting my sleep. I've been doing yoga. I've been taking care of myself and I was still feeling tired. It's like that's that extra level. So if you ever, you know, not to like, we have to remember that these transits are really intense and so they can really be debilitating with our energy. So just to be aware of that and not to beat ourselves up about why do I feel this way and I'm taking such good care of myself and I still feel tired and I need a cup of tea or caffeine or whatever, it's okay. You know, that when you see these transits and work with them, one of the beauties of astrology, right? When you work with it and be proactive, we can then move powerfully through these. So it still might feel like your energy is being sapped, but at least you, you have a timeline on it and you can take actions. And so I'm going to go over that a little later about what exactly we might do in, in that regard. But before I do, um, just to move into what this, the keywords for Mars and, uh, and Saturn in Aquarius. Well, it's really, they are opposing by sign right now. So we're already feeling it. And they are going to be exact, um, like I said, July 1st to the 3rd um, at 12 degrees. So uh, what this looks like is like the force of the will of the individuated self, Mars, you know, the egoic self or the personality drive and the will and the ambition versus say the, um, the group think or the um, doing the right thing or um, group consciousness, um, society, uh, you know, the, the terms of agreement for uh, like the status quo. May, it could be also authorities or um, boundaries so it's like the, the, the dynamic tension in an opposition is between these two things, the will, the drive. Um, on a shadow side, it could be a bullying energy, an aggressive, rude, assertive, brash energy 
take, you know, uh, coming up against the authorities. You can just, you know, see that kind of um, dynamic. And obviously we've seen a, a, enough of that in the news and we, we will probably be seeing more of it just to, uh, you know, give the heads up. Uh, so who, who do we be? You know, are we going to be reckless and brash and overreactive and ego driven? You know, right? Those are, that's shadow Mars. Or are we going to take the high road? Um, the do we notice that and not judge it, but just notice it and go, oh wow, okay, here it is, Mars Saturn dynamic. What can I do that's courageous? What can I do that is brave? What can I do that is uh, centered in my heart and not my head? Right. So, Leo, Leo rules the heart. Uh, so. Uh, where can I be literally like be in my heart? And I would also say with medically too, being aware of our heart energy. If our hearts are open, we are going to feel that and that will certainly have an effect on our, 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 uh, our physical and when we are energetically in our heart, we have these outrageous healings. So just to be aware of, of these dynamics, um, but Saturn and Mars um, facing off with each other in that opposition can definitely bring up a lot of these issues about authority versus the individual. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm getting stepped on versus, uh, you know, or I need to conform. No, I don't need to conform. Um, I need to be me, but I got to be in a group and I've got to uh, looking at, you know, what's best for society. So, you know, society saying, wait a minute, you know, it's great that you want to be yourself and that's fine, but don't do it at the expense of a whole bunch of people or where boundaries, you know, there may be boundaries that are healthy and then there are boundaries that are not healthy. So all of these um, and feeling like you're marginalized or exiled, you know, like the person on the, the outsider. Uh, so there's, there's that dynamic tension going on for the next about six, well now five weeks, uh, again, perfecting on uh, the July, beginning of July, really feel that dynamic. Now, I, I certainly felt it uh, recently, you know, I had, as you probably, some of you may have noticed that um, for a few days, my last video with Smyrna was missing. Um, and that is because I took it down. I had a, um, I was, and then, you know, when I, when I looked at this situation that happened, I saw it in the, and I'm like, yep, there it is, Mars-Saturn opposition. There was a lot of uh, tension, uh, as I was saying earlier about me being, um, feeling very, very tired. I also had a friend, a dear friend, a health challenge uh, that she's going through, and so uh, assisting her and being there for her as much as I can uh, for, for several weeks now, but it's very acutely in the last week. And um, it just made me really tired. And uh, as much as I tried to, you know, rally up and, and I've been doing the best, absolutely best I can, I think I just, in retrospect, I look back and go, wow, I was really, you know, I've really been tired. And um, it's very easy, of course, as we know, when we are tired, we're not always in the best mind. We can be cranky, we can overreact. And, um, and I, I just feel edgy and out of sorts. Well, not like blaming or making excuses. It's just <clears throat> simply, <coughs> excuse me, that was kind of the background of what was going on. On that video, there was some comments, you know, obviously it was a, you know, Harry and Meghan, they're a lightning rod for change, right? Like them or hate them, doesn't matter. It's just kind of like who they are. 
obviously bringing up a lot of stuff uh, like Toto pulling back the curtain on the Wizard of Oz with this the family dynamics of the royal family and all their dysfunctions, you know, laid bare uh, for for uh, whether you like it or not. It's just, you know, what's so with, with what they're doing. And um, again, staying in the middle, not trying to judge it, just seeing it for what it is, this dynamic unfolding. And uh, <clears throat> of course, Pluto and Capricorn, right? The toxicity of society and the status quo having been in, in the process, this long exposure since 2008, when Pluto first went into Capricorn, we have seen this progression. Um, but anyway, um, I just want to say, you know, just to finish that up, um, there were some uh, people who left some, um, I would say, uh, judgmental comments, you know, not like, and so I just, I felt I had a feeling like I wasn't liking where the comments were going. Now, here's the thing, fine to disagree, disagreement, um, different points of view, always welcome. Uh, but I did have to, at one point, just put a little disclaimer, I'm not a disclaimer, but a, just a little um, reminder when somebody made a comment that was just uh, about them, but there was an edge to it. And, um, and I just said, hey guys, you know, appreciate everyone's insights, but let's, let's try to keep it, you know, even in a judgment-free zone. That is not easy. I know I have failed many, many times. Um, and in this situation, I did too. Um, so, um, but trying, at least even if we fall off our horse, right, we get back again. But it's, it's a subtle distinction. And it took me many, many years to really get this. Um, it was uh, way back in my first Saturn return where I really had to confront this about, um, you know, there's something about speaking truth and then there's something about making someone wrong speaking truth, right? It's, it's subtle and it's slick and it's, uh, the ego wants to just always be right. Well, anyway, I, um, I got really, um, I got upset because somebody, even though I wrote that for everybody to please, you know, play nice, just be, be even with your disagreements. Find a disagree, just not, let's not bash each other. You know, this is an open space where people, I want people to feel safe sharing and not that they would get judged by others or whomever, whoever that may be. And um, anyway, there, somebody else left a message and it, it was disturbing and I just could feel this kind of energy. And there was a way in which Smyrna answered one of them. A few, a couple of things she answered were fine. I didn't have a problem with, but there was just this one in particular that, that concerned me. And so I wrote to her privately. I'm like, hey, you know, what's, what's going on here? And it, it didn't feel right to me. So I, I spoke up because I, I needed to speak up. It was my truth. Um, I did my very best to be as even as possible. Um, looking back at that letter, I can see where there are a couple of lines where I could have changed it and it would have sounded lighter, you know, um, and yet, um, so whatever, you know, you do the best you can, you say what you say. Um, I tried to be as even and professional as possible and, you know, we had a disagreement. Long story short, um, I didn't feel right about the video being up there. It just, um, the, the exchange that happened was not uh, comfortable for me and I didn't feel comfortable. So in my truth, I, I pulled it down. Didn't expect to do that, but uh, looking back now, I can see that whole, you know, Mars reactiveness playing out, right? Mars and Saturn doing the right thing. My will versus um, doing the right thing versus speaking up and being courageous versus doing the right thing, right? It all kept playing back and forth. Anyway, um, it was always and has always been on audio. As you know, many of you listen on the audio 
podcast platforms. There's, I don't know, eight or nine of them, uh, as well as YouTube. So some of you listen on YouTube, some of you guys are on you know, Spotify, what have you, iTunes and such. Uh, so anyway, um, the video, the, the information was always there, it was just in a different place and I just um, was having that issue with, with YouTube. So anyway, I ended up putting it back after considering and really reflecting um, where, what is the lesson here for me? You know, it's not about the other person. It's like, you know, uh, did I disagree with her on how she handled an answer? Yes, I did. Now, does that mean um, I don't love her? No. <laughs> I love her. I think she's amazing. Um, it's just, you know, what my my uh, take on how she handled something is distinct from who, what I think of her and the respect I have for her as an astrologer. Fantastic astrologer. If you've not seen any of the videos, please do or, or audio. Um, incredible insights and things. I mean, um, it's funny because I, I know she has an incredible knack for um, investigating things deeply and finding, um, I, I would say, you know, almost like secret codes, you know, it, it embedded deeply in the astrology that can really only be accessed by somebody with a really sharp eye and also just, um, uh, you know, certainly a passion for that. Um, but, um, but the things that she finds in, uh, and it's about historical figures, mundane astrology, I mean, you, you name it, it's there and it's very, very valuable. So um, I greatly appreciate uh, her work and how she works so hard to find these things. Honestly, I don't know how she finds the time because I can barely get my laundry done, let alone um, as much as I love the research, right? And I have to say, since I was a little kid, I've always been fascinated with these hidden dimensions of life uh, if you read on my on my Star Sound Astrology uh, website, um, the bio about me, and and uh, I just said, you know, how this whole journey with astrology started was when I was a little kid, and I went to the doctor's office and uh, the dentist, and they had highlights for children in the waiting room, and I think they still have this. Is that page where they have this? Uh, how can you spot the the things that are hidden in the jungle picture? And if you look really closely, you could see like, oh, there's a toothbrush. And there's a monkey, but there's but there's also a hammer, and the hammer is kind of wrapped around the banana leaf. And I was like, oh, I see something else, right? And that was to me, that was my favorite page to be able to see things, to look at something, but to look through it, not just at it. So beyond surface viewing, and that's what Smyrna does so well. And a really good astrologer will do that. But there's a way in which she does it that's fabulous. This is why I had her on five times, right? It's just because. She's so good at that. So, you know what, in the big scheme of things, we had a disagreement, I got upset, she got upset, da, 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 da. I pulled a video, I reflected, I thought about it, I'm like, mm, okay, overreaction on my part. Uh, and also trying to, you know, wanting everybody to be polite and kind. Yeah, I got Libra rising, I want everybody to get along, right? It's just, that's how it is. I'm like, oh gosh, right? I don't wanna fight, right? But, um, but anyway, uh, in the great big scheme of things, uh, I know that um, I, I, I had to really look at myself. And as soon as I took responsibility and said, you know what, my words landed on her in a difficult way. Whether or not she agrees with me or not, it doesn't matter. It's just all I can do is be responsible for myself, how I come across, how I, my words land, very important. 
um, kudos, thank you to my um, Bikram teacher, Julie. She um, really helped me see that deeply as I was working through this for myself. So thank you, thank you. Uh, you're awesome, I love you. Uh, so, and, my, and ultimately my own self-reflection. And so when I uh, stopped being right about how she didn't do this right, right? You know, as you watch this whole Mars Saturn, as I as I did that, I said, oh, well, you know what? I'm gonna take responsibility here and I'm gonna own what happened. And not it's not about her, right? And I had to look at myself and be really humble by right? that Mars energy that wants to be right. So I I went and I wrote her a long letter and I apologized. So um you know, for, and I, and I realized too, getting in touch with how much, um, how the events of last, of the last several weeks, helping my friend who is, might need surgery, going through a, a, a very uh, challenging time uh, physically, right? Medically. Uh, I know she's going to make it through fine, but um, of course, just as going through the process takes a lot of patience. And I think that had had uh, affected me more than I was willing to admit. And of course, when we're tired and uh, whatever, it, we, we overreact. So I'm, the bottom line here is just to say, I saw the Mars-Saturn dynamic. It was at zero degrees, right? Critical degree, zero degrees. There it was. Whoa. Uh, speaking my truth versus... Uh, all, all of the rest and, um, and not and watching, right? Not being in the ego, um, being from compassion, brave, I had to speak up, um, but, um, but not wanting to be right, you know, because everyone has a certain point of view. So um, anyway, I just wanted to share that, that that was certainly there. <laughs> there it was, you know, what's going on with that. And now with Mars, um, you know, uh, well, just to say that, uh, I, I appreciate, and I, that's what I love about astrology because we can see these dynamics at work and it helps us be more mindful. It helps us be more aware. So um, anyway, I put, <laughs> uh, PS, I put the video back after a few days. And I think if I had not been so tired, I would not even have taken it down, let alone, uh, and it wouldn't have taken three days to put it back up. But I think I'm just, doing the best I can, right? That's just how it is. And I'm at peace with that. So um, the video is back up. The audio has always been there. And uh, everything's uh, hunky-dory. You know, it's it's there and um, as good as it can be. Repairs have been made and we move on. Um, but anyway, so Mars is uh, going to be opposing, and, you know, a couple of more weeks, we're going to have that exact opposition. So it'll be interesting to see. But now that I've had this experience, I'm being extra mindful to uh, be aware of um, the, the way in which, you know, my ego, of course, always wants to, everybody's wrong, or, you know, this isn't done right, or, you know, having to control and dominate and, and uh, the situation. So again, you know, on the timeline, most of you leave very, um, you know, the comments are fine, they're not combative, but um, judgmental comments, okay, try, try to, um, you know, I, what I'm doing is I'm, my aim is to allow people their path. Um, of course, I don't, it's, if it gets extreme, certainly I'll call it out. I'm not afraid to, uh, but uh, so far so good. And just to be again, mindful about, and maybe looking at that for ourselves, making so, you know, speaking your truth versus making someone wrong, right? It's, it's different. It's like, oh, okay, I said this, but then I have an opinion about this or I think that's wrong. It's like, well, how about, you know, um, 
black is black and white is white, but black and black, black is not wrong or right. And white is not wrong or right. It just is what it is. So it's, it's a, like I said, it, it's, a, it's a fine process to be able to keep presencing uh, and separating, making a distinction between uh, truth and uh, judgment about that truth, whatever that truth is for you and of judging others. And I have to say too, the other thing is like, I've noticed that my, um, of course, the thing I got upset with Smina about was something that I have done, right? You know, of course, the thing that, that pisses you off about somebody else is what you do. You know, I mean, I, and, and I got really clear about that, you know, when, when, when the dust settled. It's like, oh gosh, you know, I noticed myself doing this months ago when Trump in the presidential campaign. And for several years, I had been very, uh, careful to say, okay, it is what it is and not judge it and not get sucked in by all this drama and keep my focus on myself, my path, my goals, you know, and not to get caught up in, you know, headlines and such. And then it just got really, really hard. And by the time the election rolled around, it was like, I, I really, at certain points, just threw in the towel and said, what the hey, you know, and, and, and yet, um, but I also saw, wait a minute, you know, I really have to walk the line here and it's not healthy and powerful to be pulled into a polarization. Then, then, then it's like darkness is one if we're start, if we get polarized. So walking in the middle, not easy, but staying in the middle. So I have had to really, really look at that for myself, staying in the middle, staying in the middle. Uh, and I, and have I veered? Absolutely. Have I veered away? Yes. But I try to um, stay in the middle. Yeah. So that's all we can do is just keep noticing and making those corrections. Mars and Saturn, Mars and Leo, great opportunity for that. Um, okay. So yeah, be, pay attention to all of those principles in, in our own life, because we're going to be seeing it in the collective. We're going to be seeing it in our own lives. Interesting, when, when we come around to July 13th, uh, Venus, which is in Cancer right now, it's going to be in Mars, uh, Venus and Mars, sorry, <clears throat> are going to be conjunct in at, uh, what is it, 12, how many, 19 degrees of Leo on July 13th, the day before Bastille Day, for all of you Frenchmen. Um, uh, vive la France. Uh, wow, Venus and Mars, um, that will be <laughs> very, very dynamic lovemaking, I will say, right? In the sign of Leo, uh, <laughs> could be uh, feisty, um, spirited, uh, effusive, whatever, all of those, right? So, but I would say um, maybe it's also like um, certainly a lot of courage to be your divine individuated self, uh, a lot of opportunity for ego to presence. So again, something to be mindful of. Uh, I would say too that um, with Venus, with you know arts perhaps and art and talent, maybe it's about being bold and courageous and showing our art to the world and being out on stage, which <laughs> like whether we're literally on stage or just on stage in our heart and in our beingness. But I, I'm, I'm calling it the, the Mick Jagger, um, I don't know, element or something, that, 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 that dynamic. So uh, Mars and Leo itself is a Mick Jagger thing, but Venus and Mars and Leo, super dynamic, super powerful for you know, creative projects coming to the fore, showing um, bravely and courageously asserting ourselves and showing ourselves um, and perhaps, you know, incorporating not only it's, it's to show ourselves, in, but not be righteous about it, but ideally with the opposition with Saturn, it's like, wow, how, how, can our how can my creativity 
um, and my individuated self benefits society. That's, that's not easy, right? Oppositions are never easy. It's that seesaw. So just gives you some stuff to think about. Um, I would say too, with the, um, you know, Venus comes in with her softening divine grace to kind of maybe soften that harshness of that Mars Saturn um, oppos opposition. Um, so anyway, all right, so let's go on to um, the RXs. Okay, the RX, what do we have here? I would say with, in terms of uh, health and all, here's just some suggestions. Something that I thought of that worked for me. I'm not a doctor, I'm not here to diagnose. You gotta go see your medical professional, of course, for any official advice. But I'm just saying that I know what for me, um, when I had inflammation recently, I took some, um, a friend of mine suggested raw turmeric root and I tried it and it worked for me. So whether it works for you, I don't know. I'm just simply saying that I ran it through my Vitamix with some water. So I made uh, live turmeric juice shots and then did a couple of shots. And it was when I was having some back pain and bam, erased the back pain. Didn't need to take Advil. It's pretty really, it's pretty cool. Turmeric is really good. It's an Ayurvedic, uh, you know, it's an herb um, that you, very much of course used in, in Ayurvedic cuisine from India, anti-inflammatory, many, many great benefits, but certainly the anti-inflammatory because I'm thinking of the Mars, Saturn opposition. Hey, turmeric shots. Um, another good thing, um, stones. You know, there are, um, I'm wearing, by the way, a beautiful bracelet that I got recently. I don't know if you can see that, but it's um, it's a um, amethyst and it's got this really nice gold, kind of like a gold plate on that. And um, I was very drawn to it. And it, I was at a, a spirit fest recently and this wonderful lady I met, her name is Carolyn Green and uh, she calls herself the energy nurse. So I thought I'd give a shout out to Carolyn Here's a little card. Isn't this isn't this the cutest thing? The energy nurse. Uh, I love that. She she was a nurse for many many years. Well, she takes stones and prays and meditates over them and uses the properties of the stones, makes jewelry, but really divines it intuitively about where the placement, what kind of jewelry it wants to be on, whether it's earrings, necklace, whatever, bracelet. And uh, anyway, it, very specific for certain kinds of a. Conditions, you know, if you need grounding, if you need focusing, if you need to be more assertive, you know, there, whatever it is that's going on for you, there's a stone and a, or a gemstone um, and metal that will assist you. And so this obviously with the Mars Saturn opposition is just temporary, but if we're depending on where that is in your chart, you're going to have some stones and and things that will assist you in mitigating if you have any challenging aspects natally. Uh, these things can very much assist you. So I just wanted to put that out there. Yay, Carolyn. Um, and any and, and you can look this up and research this um, uh, with um, with stones and planets and their cor exact correspondences. Like for example, Mars, coral, red coral, because Mars, right, red planet, coral, red coral is correlated with Mars. Uh, Saturn is cor correlated with lead when you think about the heaviness of Saturn, right? These things make sense. So these correspondences are, are very useful in um, finding uh, these therapeutic remedies to deal with challenging aspects natally and, and even with transits. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention was uh, whenever there's any challenging aspects, any aspect, whether it's natally or uh, in a transit, 
this uh, charity, charity is remediation. So I just wanted to represence that because it's something I've said many, many months ago. And here's a great opportunity to practice charity as remediation. Mars and Saturn, tough transit. Uh, you might find, I mean, if you really wanted to you, do it, of course, it's in your heart. Uh, but Mars and Saturn opposition, there might be uh, maybe some creative passions, maybe to serve in a charity or something that assists uh, people in being themselves or expressing themselves, certainly um, being their authentic self in, in society. So um, that should be um, just, again, it's just another suggestion, maybe working in the community somewhere, um, assisting uh, youth, you know, with, when you think about Leo rules kids, uh, I would say too, you wanna be really, um, you know, I, I use this transit to be just feisty and have fun, you know, and I'm trying not to get in your head, try to have fun, try to laugh at things, uh, take, you know, be joyful and courageous with, with your artistic passions. That's a great use of this, um, of this transit. And I would say too, on a, on a yogic spiritual level, you know, staying in the heart, Leo rules the heart. So uh, again, our heart health, very important in this transit, not to feel like if you're feeling like you're in a pressure cooker, which can very much happen in a Mars Saturn opposition, um, being really aware and mindful, uh, breath work, staying in the heart, uh, chanting heart mantras. So um, I will leave you with this one that I, one of my favorites, it's um, a heart, the heart mantra, uh, gate, gate, paragate, parasamgate, bodhiswaha. Deva Pramal does a beautiful rendition of this. Uh, if you just type her name into Google, you'll come up with that video. Uh, gate is spelled like gate, G-A-T-E. So gate, gate, paragate, P-A-R-A, paragate, parasamgate, bodhiswaha. So it's, it really um, opens the heart and, it, and the way she sings it is just absolutely divine. So I think you'll enjoy that. Um, so yeah, that's my uh, talk for today. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you got some value out of that. And uh, tell me how, how are you doing with, what do you plan to do and how, how would you like to express your beautiful divine self um, when Mar as Mars moves through this transit uh, for the next five, next five weeks? You can always leave your comments below. Uh, tell me how you're doing, uh, sharing your heart. We're, we're just staying heart-centered and sharing our hearts. And um, you know, if we slip, we slip, but we notice it, we get back on our horse. Anyway, uh, that's all for now. And um, I'm gonna be, uh, also I'm going to be talking at, for the Gainesville, Florida LGBTQ Center um, uh, this Thursday at 7 p.m., June 24th. Um, you can go to the LGBTQ Center of Gainesville. I don't have the exact address up in front of me right now, but um, there's, they have a Facebook page and all, and you can register. So I'm going to be talking to the LGBT community in North Central Florida um, about, um, you know, how to use, you know, being that this is Pride Month, you know, how, how, do, you, how do you guys, how do you want to keep the magic? going forth, right? You know, any kind of celebration when you have a month of celebrations, it's like when you go to a wedding and you're having such a great time and you have to come home and it feels like, yeah, right? So nobody want, likes to feel that. Uh, so maybe, of course, it's natural to have those ups and downs of life, but um, how to use astrology to keep 
that going, um, to keep that magic going. Uh, certainly, um, everything we talked about today is very much applicable to any kind of community that has in the past historically been marginalized, very dynamic opportunity to create um, a beautiful, to be courageous and passionate with uh, our shining ourselves, our divine selves out there into the world. So I'm gonna be talking and uh, very grateful to the center and uh, Kane Barr, the, um, ex I think, the executive director, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for this opportunity. So um, you are welcome if, you, if that calls to you. Uh, so anyway, that's all for today. And um, we will see you next time. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Very many, many blessings. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Thank you all for listening. Namaste.